0: so nice. We had to give it to you twice in one week. What's going on, everybody? This is a special edition. or well, not really a special edition because we normally come out on Fridays. But since we gave you an anniversary show, we had to come back and we sure got a lot to talk about on the Get Snap podcast. It's your boy Darnell Sparrow, a.k.a. The Bad Superman. the Notorious,
1: Antoine Smooth. What's going on? Man, what is up, man? How you doing?
0: Got a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about. We just, we're just gonna get right into it. Um, for those who don't know, I mean, if you don't have social media, then you, you probably didn't know we lost two legends in the same day, and we're gonna talk about both of them, you know, and give our inputs. And uh, we're gonna start with the one I can say is more near and dear to you, mm-hmm. you know, because he's uh, one of the major cornerstones of not only yeah. Memphis wrestling, but the state of Tennessee all together. <laughs> And I'm talking about the great Bert Prentice, who, who um, died of um, battling cancer. But just to give you a rundown, you know, of Bert Prentice, he came onto the circuit around the early 80s. You know, he, he, started, he started, you know, we know him as Christopher Love, Right. And then, you know, he worked down there when Joe Blanchard's Southwest Championship Wrestling out there in Texas. So he had a good relationship with them. When they lost their, their TV deal to USA Network, he started working with uh, the global brand, Joe Pettisino's Global Championship Wrestling. And then he came down to Memphis. You know, did his thing there. In 1994, he ventured outside of the Tennessee promotion doing an Ozark Mountain Wrestling out in Arkansas. They had very name, different names such as North American All Star Wrestling, Music City Wrestling, and then you know after USWA left, he returned to Nashville. You know, doing the Nashville Fairgrounds. You know, with the help of uh, Christine Jarrett, and in 2002. You know, NWT they launched in Huntsville. You know, he of course, you know, he was able to. He quickly scaled down. He was able to sublease. The Nashville Fairgrounds and work with Prentice. They were doing their um, shows, and Burt Prince would do his shows on Saturdays. And of course, of course, we can't we can't even go without talking about what he's got going now. USA Championship Wrestling, where he has made a lot of stars, a probably a lot of stars that probably wouldn't get an opportunity. Mm-hmm. He's giving it to him. Passed away at at the age of 63. And uh, like I said, it, it this man is more near and dear to you because like I said, he he's a Tennessee guy, you're a Tennessee guy.
1: What were some mm-hmm. of your memories of Burt Prentice? I remember you know, he always had that catchphrase. for he always say honey all the time. You know, that's what he's known for. He's like, Look here, honey, or you know, whatever. He managed um people like the Colorado kid and uh, he managed some tag teams like um uh like sometimes I think he had the dirty white boy one time. He managed him for for a small little stint in uh USWA. But yeah, man, he he been everywhere. Also, he, he also was in uh the LPWA. Remember that? Back in the early 90s? Yeah. He was uh Christopher Love, he managed the glamour girls, which was uh Judy Martin and um Leilani Kai. So yeah. he managed them for a while, you know. That was Bambi and and all those other girls that was down there. You know, Um I remember. Yeah, man, he he he's been everywhere. In the yeah, you know, he's, he's very well known down the yeah. south. I say he. I mean, he. A lot of guys came through here
0: because of Bird Prince. I remember I watching a episode of it with the original USA Championship Revenue doing in Nashville. I happened to see a guy who was just getting his feet wet, who is now one of the one of the greatest WWE stars of all time. And that guy's name was Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. And he talked about the Colorado kid. That's a former NWA world heavyweight champion. That's right. I mean, he said he's had a lot of fuse. I remember when they did the uh the USWA versus Global when he bought Marty Jeanette in, when nobody believed it. Mm-hmm. And he bought him in. Yep. I mean, he has managed, like I said, he's managed so many people. He's done a lot for this business. I don't think he's gotten the, the, the proper right. respect the proper, that I feel he deserves or a lot of people will feel he deserves. I mean, he is he is a legend. Yeah, he is. He is definitely a legend. Um, There was originally supposed to have a USA Championship Wrestling show yesterday, but, of course, that was canceled out of respect for right. the family. They're going to have their show in, I pronounce, Gladeville. I'm just mm-hmm. doing a phrase for that. And uh, I was talking to a lot of people, and they were asking, you know, what's the state of US amateur wrestling? Unfortunately, I can't answer that. Um, right. no, his I know his wife was running the day-to-day operations, you know, due to his sickness. I hope they continue to run. Yeah, I hope they, you know, still give a lot of young guys opportunities, and of course, bring bring people in, you know, keep it going, because I know. And like I said I can't speak for him because I'm not a fan, but I'm pretty sure you know he would like. If you, if you, go on social media, you see a lot of the a lot of the talent, you know, saying Bird Prentice gave me my start, mm-hmm. when, when nobody did. All right. And one of those guys I thought was, uh, he was known as Dancing Charlie. He's now known as DJ Fury, mm-hmm. little guy. Former USA heavyweight champion, and now he's the Southern heavyweight champion. The yeah. smallest guy on that on that Re- reinvent reinvented himself, and a guy like Burt Prentice believed in him, and right. that's what it
1: takes. sometimes. yeah, because we even people we know he uh, gave them an opportunity as well. The people we know, you've seen them on the cards, you know, right? Uh, you see, like they, them on the know, cards, yeah, they've been on the you cards still- and.
0: See a lot of them in AEW. You see a lot of them on the NWA. You you see a lot of them doing doing great things, and they have Burr Prentice to thank for that. So I would mm-hmm. say on behalf of the guests Now podcast, I will condol- go to Burr Prentice, his wife, his family, all the people that that loved him, all the people that appreciated him, and I, I'm definitely confident that his um his legacy is going to continue. And I mentioned. There was another person that died, quite arguably one of the greatest tag team wrestlers out there, a true Robert tag Lee team. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Robert Lee Eaton, better known as Beautiful Bobby Eaton, he also passed away. He was um sixty-two years old. That was a shocker. Well, we knew he was sick, but that one came out of left field. Right. I mean, you want to talk about? A guy, he he was one of those guys, very soft-spoken.
1: He was one of those guys, he just let his talent do the talk. Right. And they said he was one of the nicest people you ever want to meet. Um, I remember they mentioned that he brought an extra bag with him on the road, like toiletries and stuff like that, just in case, you know, he run into any homeless people. He would give it to him. you know. He was just that kind of guy. He was willing to give the shirt off his back. He just an all-around nice dude. They said there was nothing but good things about Bobby.
0: I'm actually holding in my hand. Now, right now, nobody can't see it. It's a a shoot interview that he did on High Spots that he signed. Had the picture Mm -hmm. of him on the cover with the NWA tag belt with with him and Jim Cornette. Haven't really got a chance to look at it yet, but I'm definitely going to do that. But uh, let's just talk about his career. Now, he started at 17 years old, uh, NWA, Mid-America, in 1976. He did... Then in 1983, came down to the CWA, which is a a, a Memphis territory. Right. Of course, he was one of the members of the first family. You you couldn't come to Memphis
1: as a heel and not be a member of the first family. (laughs) Right. I mean, even Terry Funk was a member of the first family, so... Yeah, it was a who's who. Any heel that came by, came through Memphis was a part of the first family. And then he from eighty three to
0: eighty five. He was, mid, he was going between mid south wrestling, Bill Watts edition, and World mm-hmm. Class Championship Wrestling, and it looked weird seeing the Midnight Express in World Class Championship Wrestling. It yeah. just,
1: it, it just looked weird. I mean, yeah, I mean you could you could say there was. It was uh, when Condry. It looked they looked more better in mid south than they did there. Yeah, definitely, because mid south they was man they was popping in mid south. Him and right.
0: Dennis Condry, yes. Yeah, mid south anywhere down south winning all kinds of championships with which we're gonna talk about. Then from eighty five to ninety two, you know, he was Jim Crockett Promotion slash WCW, mm-hmm. and then he didn't win his first major title. Uh, not until for the first time won a major title in 1979. But was like I said, we're gonna go all through right. all his championship attributes. But right. he won the world television title in 91. Mm-hmm. Then he joined the Dangerous Alliance for a year 91 to 92. Ended up smoking mountain in 1993 where he was he, he was not gonna say he was in the heavenly bodies, but he was like their their backup in a sense. When right. Stan Lane and uh, Tom Christian got together, mm-hmm. and then he won um, their version of the TV belt, which was known as the SMW Beat the Champ title. He went down to New Japan for two years, from '93 to '95. Came back to WCW. They had a couple had a couple tag tag teams going on there. He had uh, one that a lot of people forget. Was with Steve Kern, you remember the tag team name?
1: Well, Steve Kern and Bobby, Eden. Oh, yeah. you remember that tag team name? Yeah. It, it, it had something to do with the Fabs, I think. Was it the Fab something? Nope, they were known oh, as Bad God. Attitude. Bad at home, okay. I didn't was, know that, that yeah, I, I knew that was the tag to... team, but I didn't know the name, yeah.
0: Because you remember, he also teamed up when, when Chris Benoit first got there. They, team, they teamed up for a minute, then he got with a Steve Kern's bad attitude. And, of course, we can We can never forget about the blue blood. Oh, yeah. The Earl
1: of Eden, and he was from Stoke-on-Trent, England. I'm like, I think that, looking back on that now, I thought it was pretty dumb to put him with them. You know, I this dude from Huntsville, Alabama. I gotta disagree with y'all on now because it, it, oh, it, I um, I got disagree. From a,
0: from a wrestling standpoint, I think it worked out perfect. Cause you know again, he was always the type that never spoke that much anyway. Uh-huh. And and Steve Regal had, like I said, had one of the best tag team wrestlers out there.
1: I actually it was one of those those ones you kind of had to warm up to. Yeah, I, I mean, really I I not upset about no, I wasn't talking about him teaming up with him, I'm talking about putting him from England and make him think he's English and he's not. I'm talking about the gimmick. Oh,
0: oh okay, yeah, yeah that,
1: yeah, that
0: made that made it even that made it even funnier. I'm surprised yeah. they never they never won the tag those And then um, from '96 to 2000, you know that was pretty much his, his final run. Then he hit the he hit the circuit from 2000 to 2015, just his own indie circuit. Mm-hmm. He formed a, he formed the version of the Midnight Express with uh, Ricky Nelson, which didn't last. Then he began no. touring with Dennis Connery sometime Stan lane as the Midnight Express. You know, you know he came to uh, TNA for a bit as part of that uh kid that kid cash storyline that they was mm-hmm. doing. He he has he has a lot. And I could I'm just go through you know just just to show you how good Bobby Eaton was. He was the uh, NWA Georgia TV champion, the International Wrestling Cartel tag champion, he was the three-time United States champion, three-time World Tag Team champion, of course WCW Television champion, he was NWA Mid-Atlantic tag champion, four-time AWA tag team champion, CWA World Heavyweight champion, the Mid-Atlantic, Mid-America NWA Mid-America Heavyweight champion 11
1: times. Okay, so that's his most uh reigns as a champion is that bill, right? Yep, and, yep, okay. He was a All he right. was a six-time NWA
0: Mid America Champion. He was the Mid America television champion, NWA six man tag team champion four times. He was he was two times mid-south tag team champion, NWA Bluegrass Tag Champion, NWA Rocky Mountain Tag Champion. Mm. He was the beat the beat the champ television champion Smoky Mountain. He was the NWA American Tag Team Champion. That's world class. let see. He was most under. Wow. He was a four time winner of the most underrated wrestler. Two time team of the year. Mm-hmm. He's he's done a lot, especially a lot yeah. of a lot of those right I bet a lot of people didn't know. Very underrated. Now, my question to you is this: Do you think he would get put, even though, you know, he never wrestled there? I mean, but a lot of wrestlers didn't. Do you think they will put them in? It will finally put the Midnight Express in
1: the WW Hall of Fame. They, they better man. They deserve it. That's that's long overdue. You know, um, don't matter which which one. You know, I think,
0: and they all should go. All should I, go in there. Thank God. Bobby Stan and
1: Dennis, Dennis, right, and Tim cornette need to go with him, right? Yeah, that's what that's long overdue for that, you know. I think when
0: the Rock and Roll Express went in; they should have went in, right? But it's just like yeah. the same thing I said about you know about Bird Prentice. He's another one that that has a legacy, but a lot mm-hmm. of people. I still believe, you know, he was, he was, no, he was very underrated.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, he could, he was a heat magnet too as a manager. Very heat. He, uh, per, I mean, he could draw heat like nobody could. People yeah. couldn't stand bird print when he was a manager. Oh my God. Them people want to get at his throat, literally. You
0: know? Yeah. And we're going to talk about a little bit about, about what you just said later on mm-hmm. in the show. I just wanted to get those two. Major things out of the way, um, like I said, rest in peace to both. And I said, yeah. like I said before, your, le- your legacy will definitely live on. I hope both of you go to every wrestling hall of fame there is because you, um, you both earned it. But uh, let's get into some news. I mean, it's been reported that AW has offered Adam Kohler contract once his contract is up. Now, I'm okay, gonna ask, this you I here, haven't heard yet. Because AEW did offer him a contract, but it's also been reported that WWE, because WWE had a meeting with Attico doing the SmackDown taping, had a meeting with Vince McMahon, and it was reported that he was he has been offered a million dollar contract to stay. Now, my question to you is: Should he?
1: Should so he stay with WWE? Should he stay with WWE? Mm-hmm. Oh man, um. I will say this, as long as he don't get, as long as he don't go to the Raw or SmackDown, because I think they will do him dirty over there. Now, if he stays in NXT, you know, not a problem, but he's done everything in NXT. You know what With, I mean?
0: Which answers so, my question. I don't think he should stay. Because it, it goes to show you that wrestlers are not staying in the WWE for the money.
1: He, See, they're doing I, that so they don't have to go to AEW. That's why they give them all these five figure deals, and you know, so they so go going to AEW, and still get released, and, and right. at least a year or two, they still get released.
0: But we going to talk what about. It? You got a point with that, yeah, you got a point. He's still going to yeah. release, and he still going to wait ninety days. But here's my thing: I don't, I think he needs to go, in. here's why, because once they made it clear that. At a NXT is developmental. Yeah. That that let me know right there. They're they're not they're not doing what they want to do with these guys. And like we're gonna talk about, which matter of fact, since we on the subject of AW, I'm I'm gonna skip ahead. And doing SmackDown, there were a whole bunch of releases from NXT. And some of those I was just shocked about. And we going to talk about that. I'm talking about Bobby Fish, who we just saw. We just Bron- saw him. Bobby Reed, former NXT Tag Champion. Bronson Reed, former North American Champion. Tyler Rust. Leon Ruff, former North American Champion. Jake Atlas. Kona Rees. Ari Sterling. Asher Hale. Giant Zanzier. Zachariah Smith. And
1: Mercedes Martinez. What That's is the one going that got on? Me. Yeah, the one that got me was um, Mercedes. Now, I, you know, she, she worked 20 years at work getting WWE. They didn't know what to do with her from the beginning. You, she went to Retribution, then came back to NXT. You know, they did a little something. She had a few title shots here and there. And then the last thing we saw, she got her head almost, you know, cleaned into the second row by Zai Lee. Right. You know, and then next thing you know, she's released. My and, surprise, and my surprise Russell reed was one too. Yeah. And, and he was getting he was getting, they was gonna call him up to go to SmackDown. Right. And didn't just Tyler Russ just start with this diamond mind uh group. Thank you. I, I was just about to say that. Because Malcolm Bivens, aka Stokely Hathaway, uh had him already, he was managing yeah. him. Yeah, and now he—I don't. Okay, I, now what? The, how they gonna do this now? How they gonna I'm like, uh, take Tyler Rust out of the equation? I'm like, you let Leon Ruff go. He was over. Yeah,
0: he was over with the crowd, and we ain't seen Kona Reeves in forever. Right, I, I was feeling I, wasn't,
1: I, wasn't, I wasn't feeling Kona. Yeah, so yeah, I understood Kona.
0: The last two <laughs> I mentioned, they wasn't even. They weren't. Were well, they even
1: on TV? Ari Sturring, Asher Hill, Giants Azir, and, and Zachariah Smith. Now, I, think is I think Giants Azir, when he was part of this of Sheer, when Malcolm Bivens, a.k.a. Stokely uh, Hathaway, had him. Is that I him? So. I, I believe so. I might be wrong on yeah. that, but that. Okay. Hey, what what yeah. is going on? Yeah.
0: I don't know. I mean, they, this, this is his entire budget, cuz. I'm not getting that. You're a billion-dollar company. What are you cutting? Because right. we're going to It's going to get to a point we're going to get tired of seeing the same people every week on NXT. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So this is not looking good at all. Right, which
0: goes back to my question. This This is why why Adam Cole needs to leave, because what's going to happen is what you said. You're going to get the money, they're going to pay you, and then they're just going to either work you to the ground or drag you through the mud, and you can't leave unless they release
1: you. No, And you don't want to be released. (laughs) Because <laughs> so no. you got ninety days after that,
0: you know. So no.
1: Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying now. So yeah. No, go to AEW, because soonag and plus you your woman there, and then you got half your Bullet Club buddies there. Yes. So, and now since Carl Anderson, Luke Gallo's back in New Japan, and they got a working relationship with them, I could see him up there as well. That going, is going, you know, trying to you know, because you got Jay White. That's leading them. Then Chris Bay just joined them, I think. Yeah, official. He's, he's he's official. Okay, he's a book. He's official. Then you got Haku's sons. Uh, he he going by King Haku. and he got his sons Tama Tonga, and then um, yeah, got his, yeah. got his other son, the one that, his just, other son. That, yeah. that just challenged um, Lance Archer. Right. So I can see Adam Cole. Uh, going back to either the bullet club or like I said, just being a single star in AEW. Yeah. I'm not gonna say the bullet club
0: because if you were, I don't know how, how when he was in uh Ring of Honor, they kicked him out, yeah, yeah, he he, he got kicked out pretty heavy. But now I, I can see him going to yeah, AEW, I, 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 could, I could see him being, I mean, they got all these new shows, definitely see him being the face of one of those shows. And like I said, Britt Baker's there. Mm-hmm. I, I can definitely see him going. I said, cause, I said they'll give him that money, and they, they'll, they'll put him on the main roster. I said, he'll win. If he win a title, it'll probably be the Intercontinental title. He's not going to win a world title.
1: He He's going to win the, the, the second weight. Well, yeah, you're right. He needs to go. He does. I was saying, because of NXT, he would stay. But since we've seen these cuts happen, now... He needs to go now because, you know, there, you know, but you got some of these wrestlers there that they wants to be loyal to the company and all this other crap. I'm like, dude, look, don't you look at Mark Henry, you look at Big, you know, uh, Paul White right now, you know, they've been loyal, they've been loyal, and what happened? And what happened? And look where they at, right? So you can forget that loyalty crafting, oh, it's the WWE, this is the BNRB. No, there's other places you can go yeah, now. AEW's might, on the rise.
0: Yeah, and, and that <laughs> might be true. It, it, that one thing that might be true, but you get there, what are they gonna do with you? Are you gonna right, be that right. name you want? That, right. that, 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 that's the question you gotta ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, everybody wants to go to
1: WWE, but the WWE really wants you there for the reasons you there for. You wanna exactly. be there. Exactly. Right, they put giving you these smoking mirrors, they'll tell you this and that, and next thing you know, you get released. Yeah, because one, the first thing they're gonna do is change your name. Oh, yeah, so they can have the property to that, right? Unless unless you just one of those types, they let you just do what you want and let you keep your name. And see, and then another thing too, see, they got a name out there, like Mercedes Martinez. They didn't change that because Mercedes is a 20 year veteran, so why change that? Then you got um, uh who else? Um, they didn't change. Um, yeah, they did like like John Cena, that's his real John name. Rango. That's, his, that's his,
0: yeah, that's his real name. Right. I mean, right. they took Brian Daniel's name and just flipped it. Flipped it, yeah. I mean, um, they they took Tyler Valkyrie's name and just gave her a whole new
1: name. i Frank and Monet, which I would I ain't got a problem with it. Kind of fit her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's the same girl, like uh. Eli Drake, L.A. Knight. He's still Eli Drake, it's just in a different uh, coat, a paint. Right. That's all. He's Nobody still going yell and dummy and all that. He's still doing uh, that, being that, obnoxious. That's the name I had to get.
0: it's all like L.A. Knight. Yeah. I thought he was going to come out with some L.A. gears on his feet. Now, that would have been cool. How about you- now, I know I just lost, I think I lost about 90% of the people. But nobody know, know what LA did, give, LA, no. not LA girl, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no idea what LA, i am I'm I'ma just say this. If, look it up. I mean, those yeah, LA just, LA yeah, Gill was some of the some of the coolest pair of kicks you can have. Yeah. So, don't, don't sleep on it. But uh let's Mm-mm. get to some some more news here. We're gonna talk a little NWA here for a minute. I didn't see it. NWA had a special edition of Power on YouTube. Um, the big news—the big news of that is, you know, Pope lost the NWA Television title in his seventh and uh, final defense. Was the rule you win seven matches, you get a shot at the NWA title. He lost it to Tyrus. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, he had a yes. He had a few going on with Tyrus, and Austinado is his manager. Right. So, you know, we have. A- we have a new NWA um, television champion there. Also, it is um it is confirmed. If you saw AEW Dynamite, you saw mm-hmm. the did Layla Hirsch win a shot at the NWA Women's World Title, which she will get that shot August 28th at uh, the all-women's uh, pay-per-view NWA Empower. Man.
1: The That's
0: size the, difference yes, of them uh, two, yeah, <laughs> little and Layla let me, Hurst. Let me you tell, you tell you something. I've met, I've met Camille in person. Don't let, don't let it, don't lay food. She's, that you can't stop a brick house. I'm, I'm sorry.
1: I know no. Layla Hurst is gonna give her a fight. Might even <laughs> get her give her a good fight. Oh yeah, she Layla is something to watch. She probably one of my favorites to see. I mean, she's what like 411.
0: Yeah. And you about
1: to but go she, one she on one.
0: tough.
1: Right. <laughs> so yeah, she's tough. You about to go
0: one on one with the brick house who could look at you and intimidate yeah. you. Right. I mean, what you saw when she came out, that that's the real deal. hmm And also, um back there, but if you saw Impact Wrestling, which I didn't, but I did see what I wanted to see. Um, Diana Perrazzo will be at NWA Power, and she's going one-on-one with Molina. That should be a good matchup. Okay. And of course, they, the the whole premise of this event is the uh, Women's Invitational Cup. The winner of that tournament will get a shot at the NWA Women's World Title. Uh, we know that Chelsea Green will be participating in that um event. She's ready, she's ready to go, so she's definitely gonna be in it. I know Lady Frost, someone I've seen in person. You've also seen her on our AEW Dark a few times. She was on Impact Wrestling. She actually fought Deanna Perrazzo once. So she she's gonna be in it. But that's definitely gonna be good. And what's good about this NWA thing, the very next night, August 29th, will be the NWA 73. 73 years. Yes, and this will all be held at the Coruscant Ballroom and Chase Park Plaza in St. Louis, Missouri. So at the 28th and the 29th, you getting two for the price of one. And I would love to know who's going to main event that show because Nick Aldis has reached over 1,000 days as NWA champion. I mean, Congrats who's to left? Him, man.
1: Who's Congrats left? To him. Yeah, who is left? Congrats to him, man. He he been let, he been holding it down, and you know St. Louis that is a definite wrestling city there. Right? So yeah, that that's is perfect. That is uh, a
0: NWA territory. The, the old Kill Auditorium. Tourium. Sam Mushnick. Yeah. Sam, Sam Mushnick, the St. Louis legend. All right. You you got to be there. You, you got to be there for that. I would love to go to a yeah, NWA event, you know, but it looks like this COVID is about to we be about to go back to us. Right. Which it, it actually kind of sucks. But uh you know, we, we gotta we gotta hold on to it. But let me see. Because like I guess I'm jumping around on topics. I gotta talk about this max, this Max caster thing. I gotta get your thoughts on this. For those who don't know what we're talking about. On the last edition of A.W. Dark, which, by the way, there is a special edition of A.W. Dark on as we speak on YouTube. So, you ain't doing that. you listen to us, go and do what I'm doing. Go and have it on while you're enjoying the show. But, um, on the 100th edition of A.W. Dark, of course, the acclaim came out. Matt Castle was doing his raps, but he he, he touched some nerves on, on some things he said. Not gonna go through the whole rap line, but he talked about um, Simone Biles and the mental health thing and he also oh, mentioned man. the uh, 2006 Duke lacrosse incident which that um, they were actually in North Carolina and of course um, now if you, if you want to go see it you're going to have to look it up online they actually edit, they edit it off on YouTube so you won't see it so like, like I said if you go online and kind of search for it
1: You'll probably see what I'm talking about, but Tony Khan was not happy about that. No, I thought he would be been probably fired or something like that off of what he said, but no, he just told, just edited. And yeah, he was, he was very upset, man. Very upset about it. So, which, which now,
0: you know, like I said, no, they go through it. And I'm going to see if I, if, I can, if I can find it and see if we can put it on. So, give me one second here. I think I might have found it. And I just want to get your opinion.
1: The acclaimed kicking ass for miles. take you claim mental health like Simone Biles. Oh. The side gal's going to pay the cost. I'm going to treat those bitches like Duke Lacrosse. The blonde say they're the best, but those dudes are bigger than a PCR test. And what's that spell here in North Carolina? Oh, wait, that's Julius. Oh! Wow. You mean Julius from from all the croissants, right? Yeah, that's right. Charlotte!
0: It's Black Cameron! So, so yeah, that's, that was that was the rhyme. So now Tony Khan is gonna be making sure all the editing gets done correctly, so that will never happen again. But so here's my take on that. I, I know, I, I know it, it's a lot been going on, and you know a lot of people are, are sensitive. But he's a heel. What you expect him to yeah. say? He he's a bag. He he was a heel. He was in North Carolina. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. if that if that's that was if a yard move, that's a straight. And, PR move. and like I said, if nobody wouldn't have said nothing about it, they probably would have let us slide. But he got a lot of heat on with some fans saying he went too far.
1: But how far is too far? Yeah, I was taught, you know, we was taught that in the business, you know, you were heel. You know, you could, you know, that, there's nothing too far with us. You know, we we could, I'm gonna say this here. I'm gonna give you just a tad bit of story. I worked a show, I think about three, four years ago, right? All right. And, uh this was a cancer event, okay? And. I was on the microphone with the guys I was managing, and I pretty much said that they, the cancer people ain't nothing but a charity case. All okay? Right. And, oh my God, the heat that I got from that. I said, that's all y'all want is money. I said, y'all wanted to boo-hoo and feel sorry for y'all, this, that, and the other, you know. And And, and the heat that I got for that, I'm talking about not in the board. The boys loved it. You know, it wasn't that. It was the, the fa- outside, the fans around the ring. They wouldn't let man. They wouldn't let me escape at all. They were so mad at me, boy. Man, I thought I was. Man, I thought this was gonna be the end of me. It was that bad. That's Indeed. how sensitive people are. Yeah, and
0: and like I said, with with no things going on, the word today. day, you know, when he mentioned the Duke lacrosse thing, that happened in two thousand six. And for those who don't know. What he was talking about, you know, some Duke lacrosse players got accused of rape. Got accused got accused of, of raping a, a young lady. To come to find out it wasn't true. And that happened in 2006. And the Sabone Miles, the Simone Miles mental health thing, I don't see. I mean, everybody got their opinion on that.
1: So he, he put it on a wrap.
0: And now everybody's having a
1: fit. Man, you know how many rappers talk about uh people's mental health and stuff like that. You know how many rappers do that, talk about others? You know, you got, I'm talking you about got rappers
0: about talking about, about, different things. You got about yeah. drugs, killing people, calling women out their name, so threatening right. to kill people, and, and cause he, he 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 made a line. And all of a sudden everybody on edge. Yeah. I mean, you can't I mean if you can't be a heel. What was you supposed to do? Right. And to Tony Calm, I'm like, what? What are you mad about? I'm like, you, you wasn't mad when Domino's pulled that sponsorship. Right. You weren't mad about that. That's money loss. And you mad over a a a, a little rapping cut,
1: the one man rapping cut. Well, if that's the the case, look- that should have been a PR move. Him being bad at you no know, Domino's. Dominoes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so.
0: Well, I say the, the sensitivity level on people is, is crazy. I'm like, come right. on, ain't say nothing. No. I'm like, uh-huh. nobody from Duke University say nothing. And again, but by the way, I ain't gonna say it was the right to say, but they weren't in North Carolina. Duke is in North Carolina. True. So it it, it may it made sense for the moment, but of course, people don't get super pissed off.
1: It's like you can't say anything no more, man, because the littlest thing you say, you're going to get ostracized for it, you know, you're going to get fired for it, or they're just going to run you your name into the mud, and it's crazy. You can't, you know, it it, it wasn't like that back in the day, you know. You, you can know, say what it, you it, want to with no consequences, but it was a good thing, you know. But now you, right. got, you say one wrong thing, that's it. Right, you know, they talked about, you know, normally – you know, he'll go
0: over his rap with Tony Khan. He didn't this time. So he, he kind of went. You know, I guess he, he shot he, he 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 shot it in the air and hope he was gonna hit something. Don't think you hit with problem. Yeah. So I won't be surprised they let him rap for a while. But that's yeah. really taken away from them. That right. that, that that, that, that makes them the get their heat before the match start. Right. That's the gimmick they got. Right. And it's a good gimmick, man. That's one of the, one of those tag teams. You know that I actually in, enjoy watching. I think they're gonna really do some things in AEW. You no, know? I mean I, I just hope to just take it as a learning experience. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: But um, i read something earlier It came from uh Al Snow. I, I really want to get your thoughts on this. and this is a very good topic. Matter of fact, it probably be a topic on its own. But Al Snow was on the In My House podcast and he talked about wrestlers not caring about the fans. No, he made statements like, um, quote, wrestlers aren't performing for you anymore. That's a fact. They're not going in the ring to wrestle for you. Um, your opinion doesn't matter. They're only competing for each other. They're only competing for each other and only wanting to impress each other. Now, how much of that do you think say- Right. I check, Mike, check. We ain't lose you, did we? No, we I'm still here. Still oh, here. Okay. You know, I wanted to get your thoughts on what else knows that I think I I don't think you, you heard it. Then We had a little tentacle there. But he basically talked about that that the talent is not uh performing for the fans anymore. They're only out there to basically impress each other. Um the fans' the opinion doesn't matter anymore. I mean, what do I mean how much of that do you think is true now?
1: Maybe half of it, I think. But you know, if it wasn't for the fans, they wouldn't have no paycheck, you know what I mean? And so, yes, fans do matter, and their opinions do matter about you because they, they the one that can make or break you, right? And, and you know, my thing is, I think the yeah. only reason they're saying that because they a lot of men got used to, of wrestling
0: without fans. That the only you know, thing they can they do, do is compete. The only thing they can do is kind of compete for it and try to impress each other. But that's a that's that's a that's a I mean a lot of them might might really feel that way. hmm But if that's the case, if that's the case, you know, how do you feel when the fans do come back? I mean a lot of right. a lot of them have to have their fans back already. So I mean what do you I mean how do you expect if as a fan, if I read, if you was a fan, you read this, what would you think?
1: Yeah, I've been like, you know, kind of like, wow, well, that's the case. You know, why would I mean, we, I mean, we do matter. You know, if, if you really think that way, I'm talking about the rest really think that way, then you should get out the business. You know, because the fans are the ones that make you who you are. If they if they like you. They like you. If they don't, they can mess your career bad if they don't like you, you know. So, I'm, I'm going to say this.
0: Al, from Al Snow's standpoint, I mean, obviously he there's something he sees that we don't. But if that's the case, if, if the fans don't matter, you got to also look at it from, from the aspect of, okay, if you feel this way by the fans, give you just gave me a reason not to support you. You gave me mm-hmm. a reason not to buy your merch because you think I don't care about you. Right. And if the wrestlers and if the wrestlers are out there for themselves, then that's a definite reason. I
1: mean, y'all buy each other merch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't you one thing about I was told you can't be in the business for yourself. Because that is a no-no. We was taught that you cannot be in the business for yourself because it's a team effort.
0: Yes, and without the fans, you a lot of them don't make money. Mm-hmm. Without the fans, if our opinions don't matter, then we don't. I don't need to go to these indie deal. shows and, and get your autograph and pay you, take pictures with you, buy your T-shirts, buy all the stuff you're selling to put money in your pocket because you right. think I'm I don't sure. matter. Right, so I could save all that. So we, so while you wrestling, you know, we can go to the bathroom and and do all these other things. I'm kind of surprised he didn't he didn't uh, pinpoint nobody mm-hmm. specifically because I yeah. think I think it would have been better if if a, if he would have said, well, this specific person said it, or that person that believed that came out and say it. I mean, mm-hmm. then you can say, well, you're basing this off what? I mean, how many, how many companies have you been to? How many? I mean, has this happened to every company you've been to? Because I know just by doing the USA championship wrestling shows, even when they do the small little studio shows during the week. I mean, there's not a lot of people that be in there during the week, but the fans that be there they support the talent. No, they support, I mean, they enjoy the shows, it's loud and they have Good time. And then hit when they hit the Omen Arena. You know, it's not a packed arena, but the people, but the people that's there again, they have a good time. They support the wrestlers, especially if it's somebody they really want to see, i.e., Jerry Lawler. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll support it, and they give every give everybody a chance. All right. I have to. I'm. I'm definitely gonna have to. Uh disagree with that statement because that's because it's that the fans don't matter or you don't want the fans to matter that should be the question mm-hmm. and if you don't want the fans to matter then don't get upset when even the we ones that still don't care about the ones matter. that still want <laughs> to one, <laughs> rock with you don't rock with you no more right because a lot of wrestlers know especially if they if they go somewhere. And they rest for a long period of time and they see the same people. The same person always come and talk to them. Same person mm-hmm. always find their merch And mm-hmm. they stop doing it. All right. That's definitely something you gotta think about. But um I want to get your thoughts on this. Um, indie wrestler Hall Cromwell um put out some information out on social media talking about. Um, Darby uh, Allen abusing her in the past, and he, I quote back in June 2020, when this around the speaking out movement, she stated that she wasn't going to name drop, but things have changed. She mentioned how Orange Cassidy basically um, threatening her. No, I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry, Darby Allen. I just saw oh, Cassidy. I said, on wait a minute. Oh, Orange Cassidy. He doesn't I look the looking <laughs> on Cassidy actually coming down the aisle right You're now. Right. Up, but uh are talking about Darby <laughs> Allen and talking uh, about, you know, they had a relationship between 2016 and 2017. You know, he basically was treating her, was treating her bad, was threatening her to have sex, which can be can be viewed upon as rape. Um AEW hasn't really put hasn't put out hasn't put out anything about this um,
1: the question is one should they address this no they shouldn't because like I said some of this may be true but you know you got girls that are very eventful you know when you break up with somebody and they and they just hate it they hate you broke up with them so they try everything and they power to sabotage your career or your your other relationship or whatever you know you got some women are like that, but oh. like I said we don't know. But I don't think they should make a statement on it because nothing has been, uh, you know, looked at or investigated or whatever like that. So, no, not right now.
0: And this was until, that until
1: time. they have something up, then yeah, but other than
0: that, no, yeah, one time what? everybody was coming out the blues saying somebody did me something. Now, we're not sitting here saying. You know, we're not calling nobody a liar. We, we're not saying, we like I said, we don't know. We don't know what happened. However, you
1: just now if, coming out saying something. If,
0: yeah. <laughs> if something happened to you, why would it take something like a, a movement for you to say something, thinking you're right. going to get out of it? Mm-hmm. And you know you're going to get the ones that say, you know, it's not easy for somebody to speak out. I agree oh. with you. Yeah. But there's a difference Sometimes there's a difference, and you know, it, I'm trying. What's the best way to put? Is there? There's those. There's those moments where it's hard to believe you. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we and I'm gonna bring it up. Look at the Bill Cosby situation.
1: Yeah, i just about to say. Uh huh.
0: One person made an accusation. He'll come, everybody. But now, and and the funny part, all like all these, all these women was reading from the same book. Mhm. Like all y'all reading from the same book, could could it have happened that way? Yeah, it could have happened that way. But when you, but not one, nobody, uh, it was more, it was, it was a more civil civil thing than a criminal thing. So that lets me know that it was out for money.
1: I didn't believe it at first because I'm thinking to myself, these women now coming out and saying this, that Bill Cobb did this, and this this man has been married to Camille for over what forty years, married to Camille, and he got all these kids and 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 even uh, Felicia Rashad, even Claire Huxable herself backed up Bill. Now, now I want to say now hey, had, had she came out
0: and said something, I, I might have would have believed it because oh, you talking said, about Felicia Rashad? Had she came out and said yes, there was that time Bill did this, and again. Again, you got to go back you know around this, you know, the 70s was a different time. Everybody right. was taking Quay loose Everybody was going to Studio 54 and just mm. doing God knows what, God knows when, to God
1: oh who. And Cosby, he was him, you know, sitting in the port they were doing the movies, the Uptown Saturday nights, a piece of the action and all that. They were making movies and yeah, you know, partying like you said, you know, Studio 50 all that stuff. Yeah.
0: And,
1: and again, I, it, I know I know it's
0: not easy when, when something happens to you. And but, but it's just some people may again, some people make it harder to believe because look at the path you're going on. Because the first thing you say, he raped me, give me money. Mm-hmm. No, you say in the same breath. It's not about money, but when you get a lot of it,
1: you good. Right. It's hey, like was- with the with the with the Goldmans, you know, with OJ. Y'all still asking for money off of him. It's been over 20 years. And y'all still trying to get money off of OJ? I mean, seriously. Yeah. It's that, the that same thing. thing. OJ is another example. Yeah. Well, we we well, as far as joking
0: OJ go, we all have our we all have our opinions. Oh, I man. didn't
1: mean to go left field about that, but I just had to put OJ because it's about, you know, the Goldmans are still trying to sue OJ for money after what happened. I'm like, oh, it's been that long ago. So, y'all talking about it's not about money, it's about our son, but you asking for more money. Yes, you see, and that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. no, it, it, it's more to it than that. I mean, he went to jail.
0: Right. Even though he went to jail for stealing his own stuff back. But I don't get that. Yeah. Uh, Right. Here's a tip if you're going to go and, and, and and before I say this, I'm not condoning it. Don't do it. But if you're going to go and try to get your stuff back and you send somebody to go do the job, don't go with them. Right. You you don't go with them, especially in the place nine times out of ten don't have cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. We, we not it, we are not going it, none of that, but no, we're not come on. Some some
1: things, some things you 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 really got to, to think about. All right. Y'all talking about it's not about money, but it's about our son. I can't tell. And just like this.
0: Like I said, if 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 she came if she would have came out and said, yeah. This will happen.
1: Right. And it's it's all about how you present it. it yeah, yeah. If Felicia Rashad would have said that this is Claire What we're talking about. Yeah, I probably would have believed her, you know. <laughs> and and I'ma say, I I know I know many women who
0: who been in her shoes been in her shoes where, you know, they were verbally abused, sexually abused, and they and they didn't come out and it took a platform, so to speak. It, it took mm-hmm. somebody to kind of, kind of slowly walk them in to it, and tell their story, tell how they feel. You know, try to get it out there, and never ask for nothing. They just wanted awareness. Because if it was right. about awareness, that's how you do it. You don't go out with the attempt of taking uh, money out of somebody's pocket, taking food off somebody's table. Right. That's how a lot of, a lot of wrestlers, a lot of wrestlers. You know, lost their career, a lot of wrestlers, lost their pussies because of what somebody said.
1: Right, you got your, you know, Joey Ryans and Jay Gallagher, you know, Jack Gallagher and all that. You ain't heard from him since he got released. And they were talking about that, that uh, something, that he did something too. And then he got released. I mean, just like that. Yep, Michael Elgin was another one. Michael Elgin, oh my God. He is so much trouble right now. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I mean, there's a way. I'm like,
0: there's my thing is this there's a way you have a thing.
1: Yeah, Enzo was another one, but yeah, he got yeah. acquitted off that, so
0: yeah. And a, guys, right, and a lot of these people that's being accused all get off because they didn't do it. Because yeah. had that yeah. duty, you know what they'll be, you know what they'll be at right now, they'll probably be in jail or, mm-hmm. or like in some cases. Unemployed, um, unemployed. Yep. There's a way, as a way you, there's a way you do business because it's the first thing come out. Come out. If anybody said you suing for millions and millions of dollars, but in the same breath they're not about money. What you gonna say? The lawyer told you to say that, All right? Cause now I, I didn't, I didn't hear nowhere where you know they'd, they'd be like, no, I don't know want that. I just mm-hmm. want awareness. I want it to be known that this happened to me. I don't want it to happen to the next person. How many times you ever heard them them say that without having some type of asterisk behind it? Right. I'm like, let me. I mean, I mean, let's be real, but you know, we're gonna get, we're gonna um follow up and we're gonna see, you know, you know how far this goes, but. We're going to get into one last thing, then we're going to get up out of here. Um, We're going to jump on NXT. Somebody asked me an interesting question. Um, They talked about uh, this LA Knight and Cameron Grimes Grimes thing. And the question was, do you see in some weird way LA Knight and Cameron
1: Grimes winning the NXT tag titles? That wouldn't surprise me. WWE done it before. Remember when John Cena, David Otunga won? And him and the Miz won? So yeah, I I wouldn't I, I, that would not surprise me if I see them win them tag bill and Ted DiBiase manages them because we saw him Tuesday uh, yep. help Cameron Cameron. Uh, he told him he said you know he said I know you a man of your word but you ain't got to go through this you know. So I can see that I can see even Ted managing both of them. That yeah, definitely definitely gonna be. Um, interesting. am mm-hmm. interested
0: because we saw, you know, Dakota Kai explaining her about the Raquel Gonzalez thing. So it looks like she's gonna get the uh, title shot at Takeover.
1: Mm-hmm. the Thing they did that too soon, or was the timing? though? it was the timing right. Time was just right, cause I saw it in her when when she said, you know, as long as you know you're champion, you know, you know I'm gonna be by your side, and she was all too, you know, enthusiastic about it, you know. It's like she was ready to just pop at any moment. And that's what happened. So, yeah, they timed it just right. Just right. Because they couldn't drag that on for too long.
0: And last but certainly not least,
1: Index. I
0: love that name.
1: Um, uh, the oh, yeah. Indy, Hardwell- Dexter- Indy Hardwell, yeah.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> Dexter Loomis lost the match, but but she got still the got got still, she still got the girl, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Where where should that go?
1: That's a, I, I'm interested. To see what that got? I don't know. Um, the you know Johnny Gargano and Candy Lerae act like her parents. You notice that? Mm-hmm. No, you can't see him. You can't see him. You know. I thought it was pretty funny. I'm like, who would I like? Who would they? Her parents? And uh to I forbid you to see Dexter and this and that. And yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. I think she's gonna the way gonna break up off of that. Just that alone. Because where's Austin Theory at? And what I'm hearing, Austin Theory is going back to either raw or SmackDown. So he actually, he actually was on uh the, the
0: dog match segment. When I mean, he was on he, yeah. he did a dog match on SmackDown.
1: Um Dakota Kai did a dog match on SmackDown. So yeah, I could see the way breaking up just because of that. We definitely gonna gonna
0: stand by that. But uh hope we get out of here, hope we get you guys to enjoy your weekend, anything you wanna tell the people?
1: Yeah, I just wanna mention that um for those in the Memphis and surrounding areas, if you are a fan of old school rap music, No Limit has a reunion tour coming to the Ladder Center in November. Um, they got, yeah, they said the guests are going to be uh, Mia X and Mystical, even Mr. Servon. Yes. Mr. Servon, uh, Fiend, and I think the special guest is going to be Jeezy. So yeah, I'm excited for that. I may
0: actually go to that. Yeah, I, I thought about that too. The uh the, the no the no liberal union forbidding any uh the COVID. Right. Any COVID stipulations which, which here in the in the mid-south, you know, the cases are a spiking like crazy. Mm-hmm. And I put mass are mandated pretty much everywhere, but you know. When it when it getting close to wintertime, you, you never know what's gonna happen. But yeah, that's a that's a definite uh a, a definite show to go to. But uh in the meantime, in between time, again, our condolences go out to the Prentice family and the Eden family. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's let's continue the let's continue the legacy. Um watch their match, keep watching their matches, you know, keep watching all the things that that burt. Goo on his hone and watched it blossom. Right. That being said, that is the end of the Get Snap podcast on this Friday night. Again, thank you guys. We appreciate y'all. We will see you when we see you. As always, Get Snap. Peace.